0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Eat This Podcast with me, Jeremy Charthas. Today I'm talking about something rather odd going on in the European Alps, which I only found out about thanks to a paper by this researcher.
1: My name is Katharina Gugurell. I'm from Austria and I'm based at the University of Natural Resources and Life Sciences in Vienna in Austria at the Department of Sustainable Economics.
0: Dr. Gugurell and her colleagues recently published a paper entitled What are participants of cow sharing arrangements actually sharing? And yes, you heard that right. Cow sharing, not car sharing. The sharing economy is rapidly becoming a well-known fixture of the urban environment. Share accommodation through couchsurfing or Airbnb. Share tools and expertise through various bits of the gig economy. Share a car with or without a driver. And at first glance, the sharing economy would seem to be out of place in rural areas. But not so fast. In fact, Sharing has always been a key part of life on the farm. Neighbors shared their labor to bring the harvest in on time or to raise a barn. They shared expensive machinery either by contracting for hire or else by a group of farmers pooling their resources to buy, say, a combine harvester, which they then shared as joint owners. There are plenty of other examples of sharing in rural areas. And lately, sharing has bridged the divide between town and country with Community Supported Agriculture (CSA), which allows people in cities to share the risks and rewards of market gardening. Cow sharing is a bit like CSA for cows. When they looked online, Caterina and her colleagues found around 60 examples of cow sharing, which they analyze in their paper. But before we get into that, I had to clear up one burning question. Is Katharina Gugliel a participatory observer? Does she belong to a cow sharing scheme?
1: I actually belong to a pig sharing system. I'm sharing two pigs. One is Elvis and the other one is Falco. And Elvis is doing great. Actually, I saw a picture on Facebook of him last week and uh, he looks really good and juicy.
0: Okay let's let's go back to the beginning. What is cow
1: sharing? Okay, cow sharing is those are practices where people meet digitally, meet via digital platforms, and are so to say, sharing cows. So what they are doing is they are sharing resources. And and what we were looking at, we we were taking the perspective of property rights. We were actually intrigued or we wanted to know what are they actually really sharing. And the interesting thing, if you're taking a property rights perspective, is that you're saying, okay, there are different rights that you have on the resource. So you have access, you have withdrawal, you have management rights, alienation. But those are very complex bundles of rights. And we were curious to find out, What is it what those people actually sharing when they're saying they're doing cow sharing? And then we were surprised when we found out that those sharing practices, those new sharing practices are rather very shallow or not very complex because they remain very strongly on the access rights and withdrawal rights. So people pay an access fee that is already pre-negotiated or is set by the farmer and then they get a certain bundle of rights so they can access the resource and they get something so they get some cheese or dairy products or meat for example.
0: And when you talk about accessing the resource do you mean going and saying hello to your cow?
1: Yeah yeah there are physical access rights and you have digital access rights And, and I think this is one of the most funny things because there are digital access rights, there are Webcams where you can watch your cow via the internet and you see okay, my cow is now doing this and that. But this is also this is one part, but it's actually complemented very often by physical access rights. So within the sharing arrangement, you can also visit your car on the alpine pasture. You can be part or you can experience how the management of a cow herd is functioning, how the milking works, how cheese production works. So it's it's not all cow sharing arrangements are offering those possibilities, but those who do they are actually providing a richer experience
0: I think I think we need to go back because you mentioned Alpine pastures. The environment in which these cows are living is part of the reason why sharing works. So tell me a little bit about the alpine systems.
1: So those are rather small scale patent mosaic landscapes that are prone to abandonment, which is also related to structural change of the agricultural sector. So what we were curious is to look, can those sharing arrangements contribute to the maintenance and preservation of those alpine ecosystems um, and is there an opportunity uh, that you can facilitate those sharing arrangements and, and establish some kind of producer consumer networks that are going beyond the traditional scale? So is it, for example, possible that me living in the city can contribute to the preservation of an alpine region by actually buying my cheese from a small scale or getting my cheese and, and dairy product from, from small scale farmers somewhere in the Alpine region, which is indeed much more hard to manage and to maintain because actually the production system works completely different than what is supported or what is what is the mainstream agricultural system. So that, that's actually the interesting part. Can those or Is there some kind of capacity of those cow-sharing arrangements to support the upkeeping of such landscapes and also such small-scale farming or farms and farming families?
0: And have you come across examples where the farmer has maybe said, yep, this is enabling me to stay on, on my family's land and without this I would have to think differently about it?
1: That they are, because in any other way, it would not exist any further those sharing arrangements. Actually, I have to say that we did not do interviews, so we remained very much on the on the data collection what we found on the web based platforms. That would be the next step to go more in depth and really see, okay, how much is the revenue of those cow sharing arrangements compared to the other farm income and and how important is it for the overall farm income? that contributes to that. Uh, So I can't say that in detail at the moment.
0: So tell me, you you, you said you had 60 different cow-sharing schemes in in the European Alpine area. What are the kind of differences among them? Are are they all the same or are they very different?
1: Well, what we found are two main different schemes. The one is really strongly focused on withdrawals and the other one is more like crowd farming, so it's more going into the crowd crowdfunding, crowdsourcing schemes that we also know, for example from Kickstarter.
0: But I mean usually crowdfunding one thinks of somebody who wants to do something. And they're yes. not doing it now. And if you give me money, I'll be able to do it and you'll get some benefits.
1: Well, actually, we saw examples like that where really where we see farms that are doing like, like Kickstarter um, action to to kickstart their production. Actually, you can also find crowdsourcing for vineyards. You see crowdsourcing and crowdfunding um, action for other types of agricultural fundings or agricultural farms. So actually, it is not so unusual anymore.
0: And you can see where where the people who are investing in it would get different kinds of benefits from it. OK, let's talk about the extraction, which I guess, as you said, means getting your milk, getting your cheese, getting your meat. That's more common, is it?
1: Yes. Here they are withdrawing mainly dairy products, and very often it's cheese which is related to the Alpine region. So, this is where they're doing dairy, and many of them are doing cheese. In the beginning, you're paying your access fees. And, and this is quite interesting because, with paying the access fees, also the amount of withdrawal is very often set already, which is quite interesting because the amount of withdrawal is independent from the productivity of the resource that I'm actually sharing. So normally, if, if you would share a resource, you would think that you get a different amount if my cow is more productive and it's it's a good year, I, will, I would actually expect to get more cheese. Or if it's a bad year and I'm unlucky, I would get less cheese. But this risk is mitigated and this risk remains with the farmer. So this is a little bit unusual because normally in sharing arrangement, you would also share the risk So risk of getting less or in good years that you would get more. But this is actually um, balanced here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Roughly, roughly, what are the kind of fees people pay in cow sharing arrangements?
1: I mean, depending, it's since sharing sometimes is a can remain a single act. It can be very, very low. But but if you have like an arrangement that goes for a year, uh, they're going up to a couple of hundred euros. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: The obvious um extraction, the obvious withdrawal is cheese. Do people also get things like fresh milk? Do they get butter? Do they do they get meat?
1: Yes. Um fresh milk partly, but the the direct milk consumption is rather than happening if people really come to the farm or are visiting uh the alpine pasture. This is when you when you consume milk think about it if you have long distance consumer producer relationships it's rather difficult to send fresh milk from a to b over a couple of hundred kilometers so this is not working and yes they are also sharing meat but then actually you are using up your resource so this remains a one one one-time opportunity to share the meat but for example with the crowd butchering that we have in the second group, uh, sharing the meat of a cow is is one scheme of withdrawal. Indeed, it is. Sure. It's, it's a bit unusual when you say, okay, we are sharing a cow, but then you're eating the cow, so you're actually eating your resource that you would normally share.
0: Yeah, but but <laughs> on the other hand. A farmer might have 20, 30, 40 cows. You're not getting the cheese from your cow. You're getting a share of the farm's cheese.
1: Indeed, yes. Depending on the system, if if, if I would do the cow, sh- the cow sharing, I would like to have the cheese from my cow.
0: But you never make the cheese from your cow. Yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> but that would be nice,
0: wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it would certainly be more interesting. Um, you also talk about people sharing... Um, experiences.
1: Yes. I think this is one of the really interesting things that cow sharing can actually offer. Because in some arrangements, you can also visit the farm, you can visit the alpine pasture, you have access to the cow herd, which is not that usual anymore nowadays. And especially for people from the city, we see that those are actually motivations to enter these cow sharing arrangements. Because the... They provide access to certain experiences. You can you can actually see and experience how cows are milked, how the cheese is produced, which is also triggering some kind of experiential learning on how our um, how is food produced, how are our agricultural foods produced, how is this living and working on farms going ahead, and also to learn about agriculture in the alpine regions. I think this is something very important, also in triggering an awareness. About the sensitivity and vulnerability of those ecosystems,
0: and how about the more kind of um, what can I say, folkloric traditions? Like yes. I've seen films of cows wearing beautiful flower
1: bouquets, and yes. I'm Auftrieb and I'm Abtrieb. Yes, there are also some arrangements where you can where you can actually be part of this uh, ceremony where the where at the beginning or at the end of the, of, of the season, the cows are brought up to the alpine, up to the alpine meadows or are, are actually accompanied down. Uh, this is very popular and it's a very nice festive situation. Yeah.
0: I can imagine a farmer might um, encourage the people who are taking part in the cow sharing, might say to them, look, this is, this is part of the deal that you come and walk with us.
1: Yeah, I think it's a it's a beautiful moment actually to do that and to to experience how how those traditions and also agricultural traditions are taking place in in the social sphere. There,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to generalise across the sixty different schemes that you looked at? Uh, can can you draw out any general conclusions about cow sharing?
1: Well, actually, I think that. Re- it was actually one of the first research or investigations of cow sharing that that we have done. So we're very much in the beginning of, of looking into those uh, phenomena. I think what we do see is that compared to other sharing arrangements or, or traditional pooling arrangements, it's a rather simple form of sharing. What we do see is that the motivations are strongly socially related. They have a very strong environmental impact or environmental background uh, and, and a strong focus on fairness. Fairness for agricultural production, a fairness between producers and consumers, and also a social aspect in terms of establishing new relations between consumers and producers, how deep those relations then actually turn out to be, well, this is another, that's another story. But actually, this is one of the motivations from, from the farming side. I think this is uh, something that also goes into community-supported agriculture in, in, in that direction. And I think this could be something uh, that is helpful and supportive in terms of supporting agriculture.
0: You say this is one of the first studies on, on cow sharing. couple of questions then. How do you see the future of your research? And how do you see the future of cow sharing?
1: Well, the future of my research, um, we're planning the next step. So actually, we would like to go deeper and uh, exploring. Now we had a look at the... At the side of those who are actually offering cow sharing but now the next step would be that we would like to look into those who are entering those cow sharing arrangements from the consumer side so this would be the next step Um, for the future of cow sharing well we will see uh, at the moment it seems more like a direct marketing thing cutting out the middleman making sure that there is uh, sufficient income supporting the income of small scale farmers or yeah, if cow sharing really has the potential, the capacity to establish novel consumer-producer relationships or even food networks, I think this we will see in the future. If this is really a long-term change, or if it remains more like a marketing, uh, marketing agenda.
0: Katarina Gugarel, and if you think a share in an Alpine cow might make a fine Christmas gift. I have one piece of advice. Do not, under any circumstances, search online for cow-sharing webcam. Truly not safe for work. Instead, go to the show notes at eatthispodcast.com and download a copy of Katerina's paper. The proper names of all the schemes are in there, making it quite easy, if a little bit laborious, to search for any of them specifically. And that's it from Eat This Podcast for another year. Seems to have flown by. I'll be taking a break for a few weeks, and back early in the new year. Till then, let me wish you happy holidays, and thank all the listeners who donate for their support. For now, goodbye, and thanks for listening.